Hello and welcome to our weekly energy update with Investec Head of Commodities, Callum McPherson. Good morning, Callum. Good morning, man. Brent came close to $90 per barrel last week. What have been the drivers behind this? Well, I think there's perhaps three things to point to. Uh, one is the breakthrough of key technical level, and we talked about this uh, last week, and, and that is this 86.70-ish dollar per barrel area. That's the high from October. It's the high from 2018. Uh, and having pushed through that level, the market was able to gain some more momentum. So that was, I think, was one of the things that, that helped it propel it up towards $90 per barrel. Um, there was also a latest report from the International Energy Agency, which was perceived as being relatively bullish. Um, and there were worries about uh, the, the attacks on the UAE. So, so a sort of geopolitical risk dimension to it as well. And what did the International Energy Agency have to say that interested the oil market? Well, the main thing really, and all the headlines concentrated on what they had to say about, about Omicron in, in terms of the lack of impact that it had had on oil demand. But uh, I, I think the actual, actual adjustments that the IEA made to, to its figures, uh, to its estimates, are a lot less exciting than the headlines suggested. So, for example, the 2022 demand forecast has been increased by 200,000 barrels per day, as has the estimate for 2021. And while they did uh, increase the estimate for demand at the end of last year, so the last quarter has gone up by 400,000 barrels per day, but overall these increases in demand are sort of a, around 0.2% of, of, of total demand. So, so they're not dramatic changes. The IEA, so in terms of the balance of the market, the IEA has uh, has increased its, its call on OPEC, so that's the amount it estimates OPEC needs to produce to balance the market by about 300,000 barrels per day for this year, uh, and that brings the call on OPEC up to 27.8 million barrels per day. But that that is... Um, Roughly the same as as what the IEA estimated that uh, OPEC produced in December. So if OPEC continue to increase output this year as they as they plan to do, that that implies that uh, the IEA's forecast is suggesting the market is going to go into a surplus, as indeed the IEA's forecast has done for a long time. So the the actual numbers themselves, when you look into them, are not really that bullish. Having said that, though, the IEA also highlighted historically low levels of, of inventory. And, and that, that is uh, perhaps uh, much more of a bullish factor, because if the market no longer has uh, or has significantly lower levels of inventory than the historic normal, then there's a potential for a risk premium, a sort of supply risk premium to be embedded into the into the front end of the curve. Um, particularly as demand continues to recover this year. So so even if the market is in surplus, at least to a limited extent, the low inventories could still lead to uh, relatively strong prices. But um, overall, though, uh, I think the IEA not bullish, as uh, the headlines suggest. The market was softer at the end of the week, though. Yes, I think there's a few things going on there. One is uh, a bit of a correction in equities. And the S&P 500, for example, is now below its 200-day moving average. And that's the first time that, that we've seen that since the start of COVID. Um, so I think that is something to be cautious about for the oil market, is, is if that correction in equity markets does does continue and become deeper and more broad-based. Um, that's, that is going to be a challenge for oil as well, because they tend to be very correlated, particularly when prices are going down. 
Um, there was also some news on uh, talks with Iran, which seemed to be some progress being made, although it's, it's now being complicated by requirements from the US for prisoners to be released in exchange for the, uh, for the deal. Um, so we'll see. Um, but uh, at least uh, those, those talks continuing. Um, and then this morning, just going back to the, the UAE situation, there were two missiles fired by, by Yemeni uh, Houthi rebels, um, which were intercepted. So they didn't cause any, any damage, but nevertheless, they, they were fired. And that uh, could well be in retaliation for the um, airstrike on Yemen over the weekend. And, and so all of this suggests that maybe we're going into a sort of tit-for-tat thing, which could continue to unsettle oil markets um, in, in the weeks ahead. Yes, yeah, so there's a, a bit of a mixed bag there, really, for the, for the oil markets. But so uh, the, the technical picture, at least, uh, r- r- looks uh, relatively strong. And that's where we'll leave it. Thank you, Callum. Thank you. Thank you for tuning into yet another episode of Investec's Weekly Energy Update with Callum McPherson. If you would like to discuss any of the contents of the podcast, drop Callum an email on callum.mcpherson at investec.co.uk or visit investec.com forward slash commodities. Until next time, thank you.